Welcome to Totalus Rankium. This week, John 4. Welcome to Roman Emperor's Totalus Rankium. I am Jamie. And I am Rob, and this is episode 159. It's John 4. John 4. John 4, or Johannes 4. <laughs> I was trying to think of the old way of saying 4 and realised I don't know these languages. Why am I even trying to think? Johannes um, Ivy. Ivy, yes, Johannes Ivy. That's who we're doing. Um, yeah, the last of the Lascaris dynasty. Oh, yeah. Who? Not not a not a bad. Well, that's who we've been doing, Jamie. I might not have mentioned it very often. Oh. That's the dynasty we've been uh, we've been covering. Oh, wonderful. Um, they've been quite good, haven't they? Actually, yes. Yes, I mean the, the Constantinople fell. The Roman Empire is no more. Well, um, yeah. But they, they, we've had a, a few good emperors. Um, yeah. In fact, to remind you, Theodore one. Yeah, he was a general on the run. Yes. Built up the Nicene Empire, uh, turned it into a major player. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. I remember. And then his son, his Jun, his his Jun. That's what he called him. Uh, his son John, or his Jun, John three. He took that. He ran with it. He did. He made this decent successor state into pretty much the de facto successor state of the Roman Empire. So that was good. Mm. And then his son Theodore two started out promising, but got ill. But yeah, yeah. Empire's still in a good place, so now we're going to see how John Four does. Brilliantly, I imagine. Are uh, you thinking brilliantly? I'm, I'm expecting big, big things. Really? I mean, it may be short, but that doesn't mean, you know, the brightest bright flame burns quickest, so they say. Yes, I have told Jamie that this is a short one. Also, people who take pay attention to things like schedules and the like uh, will realise that we weren't supposed to be doing a Roman Empire uh, episode this this week. But something came up at the weekend, so I didn't have much time to do research. And it's like, oh, John's, John's short. So there we go. So I did John. So here we go. Yeah. Right. We're starting, Jamie, on Christmas Day of 1250. Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day. Ding dong merrily on high. La, da, 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 Everyone da, 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 was singing. It is the best Christmas Day. Oh, wonderful. It is. It's apart from arguably, if you're a Christian, the first Christmas Day. Mm. I'm going to say this is the best Christmas Day. It's such a good day. The, the bells are singing. The partridges are in the tree. The maids are milking. Yeah. Someone's got five gold rings. Yeah. All the good stuff's happening. Oh. I would say I wonder what the first Christmas Day was like. Because they obviously haven't got everything sorted out yet. So No. So. I mean, the partridge hadn't found the pear tree. Well, that's It was the, just sort yeah. of wandering around. Looking a bit lost. The lords were still trying to organise how to do the dance. Only one of them knew yeah. how to do it and was trying to teach the others. That wasn't working. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was reaping, I think. Reaping? They got cut. Oh. Yeah. And the salmon, yeah. the fish. They, they, Thirteen they salmons, yeah. No Father Christmas, he wasn't around then. Really? Uh, but he did have three wise men. Yeah, no, that was, that, was, that was later. We we came across when Father Christmas turned up. Oh, right. He punched someone in the first ecumenical council. Yeah, he did. Yeah, exactly. But you did get three wise men, and they their yeah. three beards made up for it. That was fine. Fair enough. They, they dressed up as Father Christmas. Nice. But that's the first Christmas. We're now in Christmas. There's been 1,250 Christmases since then, Jamie. So They've pretty much got everything down pat. Pretty much. Christmases are pretty good. You, you're 
eating dry turkey, you're oh. arguing with your family. Yes. The Queen's delivering a speech on the TV. Yeah. And um, everything's going well. And um, not only was this a really exciting Christmas, but for John, it was his first birthday. Oh, so his one. No, no, it was his first birthday. Oh, so his birthday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which has only just occurred to me, your your second birthday is... Your first birthday. Your first birthday. Your first birthday. Yeah. That's weird. I know. Oh. <gasps> but that, that explains oh. all the years, why we call it like the 17th century when it's 16th Exactly. Oh, it's all stupid. a mess, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, you can tell it's a short episode when we just go <laughs> off on tangents. Right, anyway, what I've been trying to say for the last five minutes is <laughs> on Christmas Day of 1250, John was born. See... <laughs> Three words. John was born. <laughs> Took five minutes. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why people tune into us. It's uh... oh, sympathy. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. So I'm guessing they were having a great Christmas dinner, and uh, yep. out out popped John, like in a Christmas cracker almost. <laughs> oh, um, it was a bit be a giant Christmas cracker. So mum walks in with a few few servants, like oh, another wait. John's mum, remember her name was Eleanor. She was she was livid because she'd just gone through the horrors of childbirth back in twelve fifty, <laughs> and there were all the men just trying to make a big cracker joke out yeah. of it. And oh. She was not in the mood. No. And on top um, of that, dry turkey. Oh, dry turkey as well, and um, just just repeats. Repeats on TV of programmes you didn't even like as a child. Are no, like you still watching them now? Like UK Gold. Yes. There's only so many times you can watch that Only Falls and Horses episode. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so John, John is born out of a cracker or out of his mother's bits. We're not sure. One of the two. Uh, so if you remember, in 1250, his grandfather would have been the emperor. This yes. is John. So he was named after his grandfather, okay. John. Yes. Um, and also, his father is the heir Theodore. His mother is the daughter of the Tsar of Bulgaria, mm-hmm. Eleanor. So, I mean, things are looking pretty good for John IV, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, all right. He's, he's got lots of royalty in his family. Mm-hmm. Um, now, unlike his father, we don't actually get a lot of detail on his childhood. Remember, bizarrely, we have loads of detail on Theodore II's childhood. Yeah. Yeah, we don't get that with John. Oh. Uh, but it would have been similar to his father's. As he only had two sisters and no brothers, he was the sole heir, just like his father was. And he would have been educated in the women's palace, just like his father was. Mm-hmm. And he would have done the same sort of uh, education, learning history and rhetoric and arithmetic and all sorts. So yeah. Numbers. Yeah. Numbers. Numbers and letters and time. And he was around four when his grandfather died. Aww. So if he had any memories of his grandfather, they would have been very few and hazy. Um, but yeah, uh, his father becomes the emperor when he's four years old. Cool. So that's nice. Yeah, life of luxury from now. Yeah. Uh, so over the next four years, he's the heir, and the events of the last episode play out. Now it was quite a long episode because we had loads of detail. But if you remember that we had lots of detail, but it was only four years. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, so it was quite quick. Uh, but just to do a very brief recap, his father. Fought the Bulgars and did quite well. He got lucky with the Mongols. And that's about it. He had a best friend called Bounzalon, remember? Who was uh, his childhood friend who was a page boy. Oh, yeah. Um, And we had uh, the source, George, who just was really bitter. But while this was all going on with uh, Theodore II, uh, we don't get anything on John. We have no idea what he got up to. He was being a child. 
Uh, and then, when he was approaching eight years old, his father died of lurgy. Uh. Yeah. Making him the Roman emperor. Huzzah, he said. Huzzah, sort of, the Nicene emperor. They called themselves the Roman emperor. They don't have Constantinople. Uh, but no one's strong enough to argue yeah. the point anymore. It's a bit hazy. Is he the Roman emperor, the Nicene uh, emperor? I, I mean, yeah. he doesn't have Rome. He hasn't really got an empire. It's, he, he's clutching at straws, I would yeah. say. But he's the, he's the emperor. He's the emperor of clutching straws. Cool. And he's only eight years old. Oh, dear. <laughs> have you seen a problem? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it soon became apparent that Theodore had been busy on his deathbed, for he had written a will. He wrote that his best friend Mausolon was going to be the boy's regent. Uh, yeah. Now, we can guess that John probably would have been happy enough with this. Mausolon was his father's best friend from childhood. Presumably, he would have seen him as Uncle Mausolon. Yeah. I trust um, you yeah. so much! But, if you remember from last episode, Mausolon was hated by the aristocracy. Because he was, after all, low-born. That's true. He was a page boy risen through the ranks on the whim of Theodore. Mm. So who the hell is this page boy who's now ruling us as regent? thought the nobility. Not only this, but you might remember from last episode that Theodore too left to fight the Bulgars and left Mausolon in charge with one instruction. And that was, root out anyone who you think's going to be a problem and um, sort them out, would you? Make sure they are no longer a problem. Exactly. Well, uh, Mausolon did that. Extinguish their flame. <laughs> do, do you mean cut their tongues out and put their eyes out? Yes, yes I do. Good, good, good. Because that's what I did. Uh, yes, no, that, that is definitely what Mausolon did. Our favourite source, George Acropolates, lists four powerful men and their sons and brothers who all had their eyes removed or tongues cut out at this time. Mm. So they, understandably, did not like this page boy done good. Mausolon's in charge. Mm. His best friend's dead. His, uh, his best friend's son's the, the emperor, but he's in charge. Understandably, he's a little bit worried that the nobility don't like him. Because wow. the nobility don't like him, and he knows. Was, so, it, was it all the letters he, they were sending? It was all the letters. We hate you! sign language. A lot of sign Ooh, language. Yeah. Mm. All you've got when you've got no tongue. Australia. <laughs> of course, there was no, like, standard for sign language back then. Um, but they got the gist. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, lot of yeah. fist-pumping actions and... Yeah, lots of throat-slitting actions yeah. and... Lots of fingers. Yeah, lot, lots of fingers. Yeah. So, Mausolon realises he's got to do something, so what's he going to do? Do something to make him popular. Invade somewhere, something like that. Drop taxes for the rich. Mm, I mean, these aren't bad suggestions. Um, but he's thinking immediate short term, because that's going to take, like, weeks at least to set up. Oh, uh, kill all the dissenters. Tri tri oh, again. Tri that, trials. That, that could work. Treason that could trials. Work, but no, no. Yeah. He decides to... Give a speech. If I could just give a damn good speech, I'd get everyone on side. Mm. I, I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're not convinced. No, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Donald Trump was fantastically good at giving speeches, but he didn't always get everyone on side. <clears throat> That's true. But, I mean, Mausolon, he, he's got a chance. He's got a chance. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, we've got this speech from our new source. Say goodbye to George and Hi, George. say hello to George. Hey, George. This is George... Pacamaries, not pronouncing that correctly. Nope. <laughs> um, we've got um, a new George on the scene, and this George loves writing down speeches. 
because uh, he was either there writing it verbatim or he likes making things up. Because, my God, this speech is long. Pages long for miles along. I've read it, so you don't have to. Thank you. It's, it's, sometimes you see speeches and it's like, oh, I'll pick out all the fun nuggets yeah. and the, the things that are fun and yeah. we'll laugh at this. And yeah. that's, No, no. Oh, oh. Just, yeah. I'm just going to sum it up with this. He stood up and said, look, I didn't look for this. I didn't choose this. But aren't the Lascaris good, yeah? Yeah? They've been good dynasty. Little John here, he's, he's all right, isn't he? Yeah? Anyone got a problem? Speak up now. That was basically it. Okay. Imagine that. Flowerly and language for three to six pages. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, someone did say something. Hmm. No, we don't like Because another man... <laughs> another man stood up, and this is a man we've come across before. Happens to be Mauselon's uh, uncle through marriage, which this guy wasn't happy about because Mauselon was lowborn and wasn't happy. Mauselon was now technically in his family. Hmm. Uh, this is none other than Michael Paleologos. Who we've come across before in the last episode. Yes, that name rings a bell. Isn't the last dynasty the Paleogus dynasty? Oh, well done, Jamie. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Yes, hey. it is. The last dynasty. Yeah, he was, like I say, no fan of his nephew through marriage. So he stood up and gave an equally long speech. And again, wow, I read <laughs> that, I did. Um, to sum up, he said, Why? Why do you think we're against you? We obviously agree with the late emperor that you should be regent. What on earth are you talking about? Where has this paranoia come from, Malzalon, my dear nephew? Look at the people. They're doing hand gestures now, it turns around. They're all just, <laughs> no, what? No, who, me? Yeah. Apparently, it only took three days after this speech and the death of Theodore before a large meeting of the nobility, led by uh, Paleologos, got together um, to discuss what to do with this page boy. <laughs> If anyone's going to take down the Empire, it's going to be me. <laughs> so they met together. This is three days after the death of Theodore and three days after they reassured Mauslon, no, it's fine, of course we'll support you. They all got together and decided, we need to do something about this guy. We're not having a page boy rule us. No, it's embarrassing. He's um, still wearing the costume. <laughs> uh, su- suggestions, anyone? So they wheeled out the, the, the chalkboard. <laughs> Rubbed out the last plans. I can't remember when it was last used. Oh, um, actually, they probably they probably didn't rub it out because on the p- board was probably the old plan, which I'm guessing was stabby stabby. Mm. Yeah. So well, we could just use this plan from last time the board was used. Should we use this plan? Yeah. Simple. Yeah, I'll do. Stabby stabby. When when should we do stabby stabby? Um, how about Theodore's funeral? We'll know where Mauslon will be then because he's saying something at it. Mm, respectful, I like it. Respectful, I like it. Yeah, okay, let's try that. So, they waited six days and then the day of Theodore's funeral, a group slash mob slash regiment of soldiers, it's not particularly clear, but people with sharp pointy things yeah. being led by the nobility marched on the funeral where Mauslon was delivering a speech. Uh, upon seeing this mob slash regiment approaching, the guards of Mausolon and the Emperor John got a bit nervous, as you can imagine. Well, they kept pointing at him and slitting their throats and mouthing, I will kill you! Exactly. So, the the guards came up with an ingenious plan. They grabbed John, the little boy, Mm. and pushed him to the front. Human shield. 
Human shield. The hope was that this crowd with sharp pointy things approaching would see the emperor, the boy, mm. looking all scared and terrified, and they'd go, oh, what are we doing? This is wrong. That doesn't happen, does it? It doesn't happen. He gets no. run through, doesn't he? <laughs> he doesn't get run through. Not not yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't work. The crowd saw the emperor and cheered loudly that they were going to save him from Mausolot, essentially. And then something odd happened. I can't quite figure it out. Um, I tried to look for different translations, but it would appear that the little eight-year-old was told to give a visual sign of agreement. So, a thumbs up, a cheery wave, a nod and a wink, I don't know. Some kind of visual yes. Right. The trouble is, when you're in a situation where you've got a group full of sharp things shouting at another group of sharp things, and one child in the middle just says, yes, what does that mean? I don't know. No, not did anyone. <laughs> no one knew. Those defending the emperor and the regent saw it as a sign that they needed to step up their defence. The usurpers saw it as a sign that the emperor wanted them to get rid of the regent for him. Uh, so all this did was rile both sides. <laughs> it really didn't help at this all. This is why you shouldn't work um, with children. Exactly. I mean, it's better than when they try to work with animals. Oh, yeah. Monkey Emperor was a disaster. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mausolon's not on his own, by the way. Uh, Mausolon has some brothers who I think I briefly mentioned last episode. Uh, so his brothers are helping him out. Um, so Mausolon and his brothers flee deeper into the church. Now, we don't know which brothers hid where, but we are given a list of where in the church they all hid. They went into, like, essentially the back area of the church, and they all hid. There were three of them, two real brothers and one brother-in-law. Where do you think they hid? In the kitchen. No, not in the kitchen. No, not in the kitchen. Uh, under, the t- under a table. I'll give you that. Under the altar. That's where one of them hid. Posh table. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Under, oh, behind a curtain. Best place. Ooh, ooh, there's no curtains, but you're close. Behind, like, a screen. Oh, you're still very, very close. Outside of... Like, hanging off the ledge outside a window. Oh, that would have been good. No, no one oh. does that. No, it was behind a door. Oh. <laughs> so the, the door was open, and then he stood behind the door to, and <laughs> sort of just... Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> no, I mean, it's better than just closing the door and standing in front of it. So I'm safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, I can only assume this was the brother-in-law after the two brothers got the best uh, hiding places. Um, I'll help you out here slightly. Under a rug. The room they're in. <laughs> the room they're in is a completely bare room apart from one altar, a door, and a tomb at the back. Tomb at the back. Yeah, there we go. Hit behind a tomb. Awesome. There we go. Uh, Mausolon himself perhaps got the worst, however. He just hid behind a column. <laughs> in a shady area of the of the church. Oh, he thinks he's in the Matrix, isn't he? He does, he does. But, I mean, if you're, if you're under the altar, if they look under the altar, you're caught. If you're behind the door, they look behind the door, you're caught. If you're behind the tomb, you look behind the tomb, you're caught. If you're doing the pillar thing, oh. they look behind the pillar, you can keep turning around the pillar and you'll never be seen. Maybe that was Maslon's thought. He's a genius, really. He is a genius. That would work if one idiot was searching for you. But Jeff. fortunately, <laughs> maybe it worked for a while whilst Jeff was searching. <laughs> Three days. Um, 
Yeah, no, um, the, the, uh, the room just flooded with people with swords. Like, like hundreds of people. Yeah. So imagine the scene. Loads of people storm in with swords. Yeah. You've got one person's ass sticking out from under the altar. <laughs> You've got a whimpering sound from behind the door. You've got... The, 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 the altar shaking. <laughs> yes, the altar shaking. And, um, and you can just see a little sign in front of all the pillars and a rope saying, do not pass. <laughs> Private area only. Yeah. Passage um, restricted. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Crudely written, uh, in, crudely written like Byro. Yeah, the brothers were all caught one by one oh. and murdered. Oh dear. Yeah, not not in a um, not in a stabby stabby way. I mean, yes, in a stabby stabby way, but uh, like stabby stabby squared. As in, like four people at the same time. I'll just quote, quote George. Yeah, uh, get the most of old George. By the way, we're losing him quite soon. Uh, we'll have a oh. bit of him next episode, but then he's gone, and then we'll have to make do with new George and his love speeches. Uh, but anyway, here we go. It was there that they were slaughtered. Nor did their slayers feel any compassion for them after the murder. So great was the hate which all the people felt that they cut them up limb by limb, or rather, joint by joint, and even tore off small pieces of flesh, each man seizing his own bit until they were sated. Sound like sharks or piranhas. It's, it's, a, it's that joint by joint bit that gets mm. me. It's like limb by limb. Yeah, they're hacking off the limbs, but limb by limb makes me think they are just like swiping at limbs. Joint by joint makes me think you've got the sword and you're actually getting it right into the like oh. elbow joints and Ooh. prizing bits apart. And yeah, well, it, it just becomes a lot more graphic in my mind how, when you say joint by joint. And how far down is like each finger joint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you yeah, rest. Um, oh, gosh. Oh, oh, nasty, nasty stuff. Um, now, remember, whilst all this is happening, Theodore the Emperor's funeral is going on. <laughs> Just this really distressed-looking vicar. <laughs> still trying to... Yeah. <laughs> Doing some really pointed stares at all the noise going on at the back of the church. Have respect. Sorry. <laughs> Pop crack. Yeah. yeah, after they'd all had a good go at pop-cracking, um, the Mauslon brothers... Uh, the the usurpers then decided what would be best to do is go to where Theodore was laying and have a go at him. They they approached the body and gave him a good telling off. <laughs> You're a bad <laughs> man. Well, I'll quote here. Uh, they gave him a good telling off for, and I quote, having entrusted the Roman Empire and its affairs to loathsome little men, worthless specimens of humanity who had been raised on the songs of theatre and took pleasure in the flute and practised singing to the lyre, while he neglected noblemen and expert generals who had given good and satisfactory service to his father, the emperor. I mean, satisfactory is not excelling, is it? They gave not bad. Satisfactory is perfectly adequate. Oh, no, no, it is, but it, it does... There is nothing wrong. No, if you're, if you're satisfactory, I, you're no, satisfied. You are preached and converted because, as we yeah. know as teachers, that's how they rated us. And it's like, yeah, brilliant, <laughs> satisfactory, awesome. Yeah, until it was decided it meant bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but, um. but, but also, it doesn't... They're not saying outstanding. It's just, yeah, they're, they're all right. <laughs> no, They'll no. do. Well, what I find interesting is we are a, a thousand and a quarter years on, almost exactly, from our very first episodes. 
where there was this sneering at the idea that anyone who entertained someone for a living could mm. do anything. They yeah. were seen as lower than the low. And it's still there. It is still there. Yeah. Uh, very much so. Nero. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. We've still got the same idea. Um, a lot has changed in the Roman Empire, obviously. The religion, the language, the location. Um, yeah. It's, <laughs> the it's, name. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, wow, uh, no, the name's still the same. It's just in a different language. But there is still the same idea. You have your nobility and you have the plebs. Entertainers, so. yeah. Yes, that's, that's still going on. Anyway, this mob of nobles plus uh, the patriarch and some top bishops then after the funeral get together, decide, okay, we need to decide who is going to be the next emperor. We need to choose a new dynasty. Poor old John. Just, hello? <laughs> and then someone pointed out, hang on, do still have an emperor. We didn't just kill the emperor. The... Uh, the Lascaris dynasty is still around. We don't need to choose a new emperor. But, and I'll quote here, they did not think it proper for the Roman Empire, being as great as it was, to be governed by a fruit-picking and dice-playing child. Oh, harsh words. That's right. Heard it here first. John Fall was a fruit-picker. Oh my goodness. No idea. No idea. No. I tried to look into it. No. no idea. I mean, it's obviously talking about his maturity and his age. Um, yeah. He's too young. I don't know how fruit picking comes into that. If anyone listening knows, please let me know. Uh, but yeah, maybe it's a translation thing. But he was a fruit picking, dice playing child. That's not the kind of person you want as an emperor, to be honest. No. So they decide, yeah, we definitely need to put someone else in charge. And it needs to be really good. As one person pointed out, I mean, it's got to be really good because this is going to be our last dynasty. So <laughs> they, they all looked at him. He was just sat in the corner wearing a hood. <laughs> and a mobile phone. Yeah. <laughs> a bit strange. He was a traveller. He just turned up. Mm. No one had seen him before. He's, Speaking he's, his weird he's just language. making his way through. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he, he imparted some wisdom. Make it good, he said. Mm. It's, it's going to be your last one. Last chance. Yeah. Fred was his name. Future Fred. Oh, future Fred. Uh, he said that, and then he just stood up and he walked out. Interestingly, he walked into like the cupboard, and everyone laughed, thinking he was going to do the the Jeff thing, what come back out the cupboard. Yeah, uh, but no. An hour later, he was still in there. Someone went to check. Nothing. <gasps> Nothing oh. at all. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they talk about who. <laughs> They talk about who's going to be the next emperor because they need a good one. They need a good one. That's what they need. Uh, and there was one man, incidentally, uh, one man who had been a governor, a general, who was loved by the army, and now we think about it, is sitting at the head of this table because he's the one who organised the coup. Oh, yes, he's, um, he's the one wearing the purple robe. That's, that's the one, yes. Very fetching, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, uh, Michael Paleologos, I believe. Mm. They said, and he said, uh, well, actually, it's pronounced and then pronounced it correctly. <laughs> but how it's pronounced has been lost to the, to history. So uh, so I'm going to keep saying Paleologos. Yeah, that's how you say yeah. it. <laughs> well, that's how I say it. Um, anyway, this isn't Michael's episode, so I'm not going to go into detail about him. But just so you know, ooh, I think we've got another long one next one. But we're, we're sticking from John. From John's point of view, remember, he's eight years old. He would have been told, Uncle Mausolon is no longer looking after you, little John. Instead, this man here, Michael, is uh, going to look after you. Yes, the one your, your father exiled. Yeah. 
that's that's the one. The one your father only invited back after he swore many oaths not to harm mm. his family. Right. So he's sworn oaths. It's fine. Yeah. Michael's sworn oaths. You're going to be fine. It's absolutely fine. Yes, yes, we know he's got a massive sword. It doesn't matter. Yes, it's fine. You're going to go and live with his sisters. It's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah in a matter of weeks, Michael went from uh, just being the person saying we shouldn't have mouths along to becoming the regent and then becoming the Megas Dukes or... Big Duke. The Mega Duke. Mega Duke. Big Duke. Big Duke is an even better way of saying it. Big Duke. That's what he called himself. Nice. Hi, I'm Big Duke. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good name. This, this title apparently was given to the head of the Navy at the time, but this obviously was just a, a title he gave to himself because he was able to give it yeah. to himself. Um, yeah. Uh, John probably wasn't aware of how precarious his life was at this point because raging around him was a debate about making Michael the co-emperor. Now, many wanted both Michael and John to be crowned at the same time. Remember, John is the emperor because his dad died and the speed of monarchy means that you instantly become the next monarch yeah. as soon as the last one dies Boom. faster than the speed of light however he's not been crowned yet so that needs to happen so let's crown john and michael together co-emperors make sense yep 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 michael however was pushing for john's coronation to be delayed slightly until he was old enough now some in the michael faction let it be known that if the patriarch didn't get on board with delaying the child's coronation they would kill the child well, if you put it like that, then I'm sure I can <laughs> yes. find a, uh, some small writing here that says, Oh, I found it. Look, it says no, right here I can no, do that. That is yeah. fine. Yes, yes, definitely. Wonderful. Yes. Turns out that as long as there is copious amounts of coronation chicken, you can uh, do what you want. That's the rule. Yeah. Look, there. See? Small print. Look. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Patriarch wasn't happy about this, but he was going to do it anyway. Uh, the first John knew about this was when a bishop turned up to explain things to him. Uh, this his bishop said to the child, Michael's going to be crowned before you. And according to uh, our new George source, George Pacameris, um, our quote, the child paid no attention because he had no understanding. <laughs> and everyone else was only looking out for themselves. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, understandably. So, John was sent to go and live with Michael's sisters. Apparently, they looked after him quite well. Hmm. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then, Michael, spoiler warning here, recaptures Constantinople. Oh, hey. Brilliant. Yeah. It's a really sort of damp script way of, like, revealing that, I know. (laughs) So, I'll, I'll go into how he did it, but this is John's episode, and John had nothing to do with it. But... The capital's back, Jamie. The hey. Roman Empire is restored. Constantinople, we're back there. We're back there. Michael's back there. Is John oh. back there? I don't know, but he's done in his name, so technically he achieved it. Yeah, jo- John's not there. John's not invited. Oh, oh. John stays in Nicaea oh. with the sisters. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Michael, annoyed that this hangover from the last dynasty is still hanging about, starts to point out to those close to him that... He was the one to recapture the capital, so he should be sole ruler. And everyone started agreeing with him. Though he didn't say this publicly, obviously, but he's he's working towards it. So like I say, John was kept behind in Nicaea, not brought to the new capital. He was still looked after by Michael's sisters, who, although apparently very kind, were also very much advising their brother to do something about this heir. Because he's getting older. It's going to be a problem. He's beginning to ask questions. 
Exactly. He asked me why the sky was blue. I have no idea why. <laughs> so, Jamie, can you tell me who had the worst 11th birthday in history? Um, I don't know. I can't remember my 11th birthday, so it couldn't have been that bad. How was your 11th birthday? What happened to you? Oh, that's, that's a good point. So your 11th birthday, you're in primary school. Yes. You're year... in the last year of primary school. Year six, yeah. You're at year six. Uh, I don't know what that is in America. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sixth grade. I don't know. No, their grades are different. Like, it's going to be... You're 11 years old. Yeah. If you're in America, you can work it out. Um, my birthday wouldn't have been great because I did not have a good time in year six. Oh. I was in a really small, uh, really small primary school and um, didn't have many friends. It's all a bit sad. Oh. So are you saying your 11th birthday is yeah. worse than John for? Yeah, I, no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. No. Because John Ford's birthday is the worst 11th birthday in history. Mine mine wasn't great. It's fine. I went to secondary school and I made lots of new friends. And it's yeah, great. Yeah. You don't need to feel sorry for me. I don't. Good, good. Um, but John's 11th birthday, I'm having mine over John's any day. Okay. What do you do on your 11th birthday when you wake up? Ideally, what would you, what would you be greeted with? Uh, good morning, happy birthday, here's a cup of tea, yes, here's a present. And if your birthday's, if your birthday's extra special, remember, when was he born? Christmas Day! <gasps> so yeah, it's Christmas yeah. presents, and oh, did he not get Christmas presents? He only got birthday presents, is that the worst birthday ever? No, no, it wasn't that, he got a birthday present, and he got a Christmas present. <laughs> Were these very fast birthday presents? <laughs> did they not last very long? Oh, I mean, I, I, hopefully they didn't last long. Um, on his 11th birthday, on Christmas Day of 1261, several guards entered his room and removed his eyes. Oh, oh, they didn't gift wrap them and give them back to him, did he? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Or maybe he got, he got two presents. <laughs> one birthday, one Christmas. He opened them. It's a glass eye. Open the next one. It's a glass eye. I don't understand. You're going to be needing them. <laughs> Why are you carrying spoons? <laughs> and vinegar. <laughs> oh. And hot spikes. Well, it's your birthday. We thought we'd give you a choice. Which one do you want? <laughs> None. Yeah. So, yeah, his eyes were removed um, on his 11th birthday, which is horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Mm. Um, we'll we go into how much backlash Michael got for... Oh, what's the word? There's a word, isn't there? There's lots of words, yes. There's a word for removing some eyes. Inoculation? I'm going to look it up. And I'm going to edit out the fact I looked it up to make myself look smart. Um, No, no, it is. It is. Inoculation. Hey, I got it. I'll I'll go over um, the the ramifications of Michael's inoculation of of, uh, John in Michael's episode. But uh, this is John's episode, so all you need to know is that he was sent to a fortress... To see if he would survive. Oh, with cold turkey sandwiches. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Christmas Day left. Bob and Squeak. Oh. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. And it's I say Bob and Squeak. It's not good Bob and Squeak. It literally is just cold sprouts. Oh. And raw potatoes yeah. unpeeled. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Good luck. Mm. Not good. Not good. So he sat in the fortress singing happy birthday and Merry Christmas to himself oh. whilst bleeding out of the eyeballs. Oh. Uh, uh, but you'll be pleased to know, you'll be pleased to know he did survive. 
This didn't kill him. Um, yeah, he was mocked and he lived. Oh. Bearing in mind this was in 1261. Oh. He lived until 1305. So he had a good long life. Oh. Um, but a blind one in a monastery somewhere. Very dark life. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That is, <laughs> that's the reign of John Four. I mean, his high score will be his length of reign. Uh, quite, quite likely. Let's rate him. Fighting Maximus. Maximus. Obviously zero. Well, no, he's, he, under his name, they took back Constantinople. That's a ten. <laughs> okay, I'm willing to go with that. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a zero. He was emperor at the time. No, no, it's yeah. zero. It's zero. No, he did no fighting. I mean, who knows? Maybe he tried to fight back those guards as they pinned him down. <laughs> uh, but if he did, he failed. Is it too soon? <laughs> <laughs> Try, trying to hit them back with the puppy he's given for Christmas. No! <laughs> Take the dog! Oh, God! Oh, it's so awful, I Jamie. Know. It's so awful. And it's only 750 years ago. Oh, it seems like yesterday. Just a few. We're getting so close now. Oh. Um, Almost living memory. This is far closer to Washington than it is to Augustus. Wow, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, anyway, zero for this, isn't it? Yeah. Next. Aprovium crazium. He was a fruit picker. Yeah, but my father was a fruit picker. I won't you have be yeah, saying anything okay. bad about fruit pickers, Rob. I mean, it's not crazy, is it, picking fruit? No, it's probably the thing... It doesn't that, cause much aprobium. It's probably the kind of thing you do when you just walk around the garden, just, like, take a blackberry off the of a bush. Yeah. What else was he? Was he a dice dice thrower? Card player? There was something, wasn't he? He's a kid playing so play with cubes, with numbers on. Yeah, dice playing, that's it. He was a dice playing child. It's not crazy, is it? We can't give him anything for that. Nope. Zero. Yeah. Success Ultimus. Well, under his name... <laughs> Yeah. The Roman Empire was restored. That's true. It went from nothing to an actual empire again. The Roman Empire had fallen. Yeah. And whilst John IV was in charge, yeah. sort of, was an emperor, Yeah. they got Constantinople back and the Roman Empire's back on the map. They bloody well did, yes. You know what? I'm, I'm giving them a point for that. I'm not. Because okay. I'm going to save that point for the next guy. <laughs> who actually did it also in his own name. Oh, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll get some... Support. Well, to be fair, let's face it, it was uh, John's great-grandfather, grandfather and father who put in all the legwork. Leg Michael just came along and swooped in at the end. Yeah, that's a good point. But that's, that's his episode. Yeah. We'll talk about that next time. Now, I'm, I'm going to give him a point. I'm going to give him a point for Constantinople coming back under his, his rule. I'm going to give him minus one, so he's got zero. <laughs> Episode 159, we're bringing in minus numbers, aren't we? Yeah, no. <laughs> Tell you what, rock, paper, scissors. Right. If you beat me, I'll give him zero. Okay. Okay, on three or after three? On three. On three. One, one, one two, 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 three. Three. Oh, you win. I win. win. I went scissors. Jamie went paper. Yeah. He gets a point. Well done, John. For enjoy your points. <laughs> it's your only one. <laughs> Look at it quickly. <laughs> You're not going to see uh, it much longer. <laughs> it's so horrific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing. Um, next round. Image of Oh, he looks young in the picture. He does. He's uh, 
he looks young, and yet there are still bags under his eyes. He does. He looks very stressed. I'm not surprised. <laughs> this was drawn I'm very quickly surprised. as the soldiers burst into the room. Yeah. He's got the round young face. I mean, he looks quite young and... It's that same style again, as we said the last few times. But it's... um, He's not got an impressive forked beard, so... Oh, that's a good point. Yes, a that's a good point, actually, yeah. Yeah. He's beardless because he's too young to grow a beard. <laughs> oh... And he never will. Poor John. He never... Oh, no, he did grow a beard. He, he just probably wasn't a well-kept one because he couldn't see it. Oh. It's all so horrible. It is. Poor John. Poor John. Oh. There's been many, many emperors I've felt sorry for in the past, but John's going to be up there with one of them. I mean, it's just awful. Yeah. Christmas Day and your birthday, man. Come on. Uh, anyway, it's not a good picture. I'm not going to give him much. Um, two. Yeah, I'll give him two. It'd be easy to work out, wouldn't it? One. One, one point then in total. Temple completed. Okay, and how long do you think he lasts? Well, four to eleven, so that long. Was he eight? Uh, yes, I'm going to call it four years. He did nothing for those four years. He, he reigned roughly the same time as his dad, which is insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Considering the last episode compared to this episode, they ruled for roughly the same time. Wow. Uh, but obviously John was a kid, he didn't do anything, so we've got not much to talk about. Had we not have gone on so many tangents this episode, this episode probably would have been ten minutes long. Oh. Uh, but we've waffled, uh, which I hope people don't mind too much about. Anyway, that is a one point for Tempo Completo. So what is his score, Jamie? Well, one, two, three. His grand total of three points. A lovely round score of three. Is, we rarely get round numbers, do we? We rarely get integers think, when we're doing this. We, we do, but his dad got integers as well. Oh, did he? All right. Yeah, it's, it's that if you rule for four years, then you get a nice one point mm. in that round. So, yeah. Okay, well, uh, let's say no to Genesis, uh, and then yeah. move on. Do they have a certain Genesis? Nope. No. So there we go. That was John Thor. Um, and Jamie. Jamie. Yes. Jamie. Yes. We are now going to enter the last dynasty. <gasps> Episode 160. And we're in the last dynasty. Nice. Wow. Do you want to know how many are left? Oh, go on. Oh, it's only just occurred to me. I'm fairly sure I didn't say ranking all of the emperors from Augustus Constantine 11 at the start of uh, the episode today. Just cut that bit in you just said. Yeah, yeah, good. So we've got Michael Paleologos, or in other words, Michael 8. Because, mm. yes, we have had seven Michaels before, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Andronicus 2, Michael 9, Andronicus 3, John 5, John 6, Andronicus 4, John 7, Manuel 2, <gasps> oh, yeah, John 8... And Constantine 11. So that's 11. Well counted, well done. Thank you. I had to use my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's all we got. We've got 11 more emperors. Wow. So we've been, doing, we're this, done. We've been doing this podcast, it's 2016, is it? May 2016? Yeah, that's right. Oh, I'll never get those yeah. years back. God. No, no, we're not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. We've got another Manuel coming up, and some Andronicus, and some John, Johns, and some Michaels. Nice. And a Constantine at the end. So there we go. Yeah. Do you know Exciting what? stuff. I have an idea. Oh, yeah. How we can continue this podcast. Start up the Roman Empire again. Yes. We go to Rome. We just yeah. declare ourselves emperor. We get another episode. Yeah. 
And then we, as we rate it, we'll rate ourselves the best, and then we officially yeah. become yeah. co-emperors. Uh, well, I'm happy to be a Caesar. You can be the Augustus. I don't really mind. I'm happy to be co-emperor, but that... I know you'll blind me. So. Yeah, but if you're Caesar, you'll kill me. <laughs> no, what? what? I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Right, damn it, Jamie, we are separating the palace down the middle. <laughs> okay, I promise... What... <laughs> it's the only way to stay safe. <laughs> I promise I won't bring any bottles of vinegar with me. That's fine. Okay. Uh, right, okay, well, thank you very much for listening. Um, and uh, before we go, let's remind people that tickets for Intelligent Speech Conference 2022 are still available, and if you use the discount code TOTALIS, you get a 10% discount, which is uh, very nice. And also, thank you very much uh, for everyone buying tickets. Yeah. Apparently, um, apparently, a lot of people have been using our discount code, oh. I hear, through the grapevine. Um, I have, I've figured out what I am doing. I tried to keep it a secret from Jamie, but that wasn't going to work ever. Um, I think a lot of people have worked out what we are doing. Mm. Um, but I'm going to give you the clue. If you are uh, a Patreon member and you've listened to our Scipio episodes, from that we did promise we would do an episode on someone at some point. Um, I then immediately said, no, obviously we're not going to do that. That would be ridiculous. And now we're going to do it at the very serious conference yeah. full of serious history podcasters. Just think there'll be doctors probably listening to it. There, there will be lots of people expecting lots of serious history. Yeah. And then there's going to be us. What's wrong with that? But what I will <laughs> tell you, it takes place during the Second Punic War. It follows the life of one individual and it's going to be good. Yeah, it is. Like a real, real historical individual as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real history. It's not Jeff. We're not making it up. Not Jeff. It's not Jeff. No, no. We're made, it's a real person. Um, it's it's going to be history. It's going to be history. So, um, yeah, uh, the link, of try and remember, the link is in the description of this uh, to go and get tickets if you want, or if I do forget, because I do, um, just type intelligent speech into Google and it's there. Mm. Easy to find. Um, so, yeah, check that out if you can. Mm. Um, apart from that, I think all we need to say is thank you very much for everyone for reviewing and listening to us. And thanks for downloading some Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, um, ever else. And YouTube, we're on Spotify. YouTube as well. Spotify, oh, Spotify. Yeah, yeah, we're on YouTube. And Amazon, yeah, on Amazon Music yeah. as well. Are we? Yeah. Oh, we're everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Right, leeches. Okay. Yes. <laughs> History leeches. <laughs> Isn't it interesting when the word count for an episode is like 6,000 words? Mm. It takes about two and a half hours to record. Yeah. And when the word count is less than 1,000, it still takes over an hour to record. Mm. With that. What's that say about us, Jamie? We like the sound of our own voices. <laughs> yes, we do. Mm. Yes, we do. Which is why I'm listening back to this right now. Hi, me. Listening back Ooh, to it. Hey, Rob. Hi. Right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. On that slight surreal note, this has got to be the, the least professional goodbye we've ever done. Yeah, it might have cut it down. We're rambling a little bit now. Oh, we're fading out. We're or... definitely rambling. We're fading out. That's good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Hey, All that needs to be said is... Goodbye. Goodbye.
On the first day of Christmas my regent gave to me Twelve gods are stabbing, eleven people screaming Ten blades are piercing, nine spoons are plucking Eight thumbs are squeezing, seven maids are wailing Six spoons of acid, five hot spikes Four tied up limbs, three, two, one And the eyes are on the floor And a birthday to never forget